Welcome to the Legends of Iron. I'm John Anderson. Meet my co-host, Nick Best, and Hawking Williams. We're going to have some amazing guests on the show. Buckle up tight, because we're going to be talking about the shit you're not supposed to be talking about. We're going to be discussing anything and everything it takes to become a legend of iron. Legends of Iron is brought to you by Muscle Mix. Muscle Mix is the creator of Carnivore Pure Beef Protein Isolate. Beef builds muscle and Carnivore is the world's number one selling beef protein. Welcome to another edition of Legends of Iron. I am John Anderson with me always, my co-hosts and partners in crime, Nick Bess and Akeem Williams. We have got a massive show for you today a big show a big z show that's right big z is here with us today this guy is you cannot argue he's the best of all time and he's still with us he's a living legend uh you know he's got more victories in the sport than most people can count and uh he's he's basically he's one of these guys that started winning and never stopped. He's got eight Arnold Classic victories. And again, we are just so happy to have him on the show today. Zajuna Savickas, welcome to the show, brother. How are you? Hello, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> Very good. <clears throat> thank you for thank you for coming on the show. I know you're a busy guy, especially with uh, some of the new ventures you're you go you have now in your life. But uh First thing we'd like to talk to you about is talk to us a little bit about what's going on over there. You're very close to this big, uh, you know, to this big, uh, I guess you call it war. I hate to use the word, but it's the truth between uh, Russia and Ukraine. What, what's the kind of talk to us a little bit about this, the state of your country right now? Are people, how are people feeling? Yes, for sure. We are very close. And with Ukraine, we have a uh, long history. Uh, we had the history with one country a few hundred years ago and uh, for sure we are close to Russia and a lot of people in Ukraine are scary and uh, when uh, people coming from uh, Ukraine we have already thousands of, of people from Ukraine we help support Ukraine so really uh, people in Ukraine now is united and uh, we're looking forward to support Ukraine and hopefully the war will stop with Ukrainian victory one yeah. day. Yeah. So how many, I know in Poland they said there's like two and a half million uh, Ukrainian refugees. How many do you think have come into your country? At uh, this moment in the Lithuanian capital, Vilnius, between 20 30,000 refugees from Ukraine. Wow. It's not, not a lot as in uh, Ukraine, uh, in Poland, but a but lot, of, lot of Ukrainians coming. And the lo- most is, is kids and, and women. So they need schools. Uh, they need Ukrainian schools. So it's a uh, lot of things to do with, with this situation. So your country, wow. as these refugees come in, your you your country is basically helping them, housing them, giving them food, helping them survive. Yeah. Yes, people are giving houses, apartments. The government support also. It's some programs to get a job and to get some uh, payment from the government. So people helping with clothes, with food. So think it will be okay for for them to to stay in Lithuania but for sure everybody everybody wants to stop the war and yes (laughs) these people want to to go to go back home as soon as possible yeah well that's wonderful to hear it's great to hear that uh your country is giving lots of support to the ukrainians that need help because this is it's very sad and uh that's very my my hats off to you, brother. That's that's very cool for all for you and all of your countrymen. So very much, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it uh, 
that does your do you, are you guys worried about uh, like they they said there was a bomb that went off or a missile that hit like two miles from the 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 border of Poland? Um, is there some? If, has there been any attacks close to the border of your country? Uh, Lithuania is not not so close to Ukraine. We don't have border with Ukraine. Uh, Poland is have border with Ukraine, so it was really yeah. close to the to the Poland and. Uh, also, they had a Russian drone that was uh, flying to Croatia, and uh, this was really a terrible situation. And uh, <laughs> yeah. hopefully, hopefully, they're not uh, something uh, flying uh, to Lithuania from Russia. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> thank you for sharing that, brother. We appreciate it. Now let's uh, let's segue into some st some uh, stuff to talk about that's fun. How's that? <laughs> you know, so <clears throat> you are are literally one of the most widely known strongmen. You you're the best of all time. Let's go back. Talk to us about the beginning. Uh, I know you started training strongmen when you were very young. Uh, help us understand. I, I know our listeners would love to hear about the young Zagernus Savickas. So talk to us about the early days, when you started to train, when you started to focus on strongman, things like that. I first time went to the gym when I was 13 years old. I started training uh, to build some, some muscles and get stronger. But uh, in that summer, after I trained uh, two, three months before the summer, I saw strongman competition in my hometown, and it was really interesting for me. And I said uh, for my coach, I I would like to compete uh, next year in strongman competition. But I was uh, very young, <laughs> and it was only the open class, no junior. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were you were you were thirteen. You were thirteen competing in the open class. Is that right? Uh, not not. I not competed that time, but I was. Uh, I said for myself that I want to compete next year. And after two years, when I was uh, sixteen years old, oh, I 16. competed. Yeah, sixteen years old. It was. <laughs> wow. My first. My first. Contest. <laughs> And the uh, most interesting thing that all athletes was like 25, 30, 35 years. I was <laughs> like a kid. <laughs> My body weight. <laughs> you were a kid at 16. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, and I have a big stress before that competition <laughs> because it was my first competition. Mm -hmm. And I uh, almost not sleep like uh, uh, oh. 30 days. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nervous. Nervous. <laughs> and my goal was for first competition to win that competition. Mm. Wow. Not just try strong men, not flying uh, <laughs> uh, podium, but only one uh, place was good for me is first place. <laughs> And how did did you win? Did you win your first contest? No, it's impossible. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say it's been like this from the beginning. You just started winning and never stopped. Yeah. <laughs> See, my, goals, my goals always was uh, maximum, and I got mm -hmm. uh, I think twelfth uh, place. Uh, it was like twenty five athletes, so it's in the middle mm -hmm. for first competition. Or yeah. That. And in one event, I got second place. So oh. it was good good for me. I for sure not uh, made my plans to win first place. <laughs> but I was happy. And uh, it was good motivation for me to train for the next year to get better. So yeah. if, if you had tried bodybuilding, you probably would have won. <laughs> I <laughs> probably <laughs> and that uh, time my body weight was 100 kilograms so it was oh, not, wow. not oh my gosh not very big 
I actually for 16. For 16, 220. Yeah. 100 kilos yeah, on 16. Yeah. When I finished school, I was 18 years old. My body weight was 135 kilograms. Wow. I oh, was wow. Pretty big. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both yeah, quite a bit, right? Yeah. So, so you basically started kilograms till 2006. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, the world. That was so, 135 kilos so, that year. So, you graduate high school. You're almost 300 pounds. Well, you're basically 300 pounds. You're 18. Then, then talk to us. Did what happened there? Did you just continue to compete? I know you had a big injury somewhere in the early days as well. Yes, I continued to compete in the competition, tra trained, and uh, first uh, big victory for me was 1998, when I won the Lithuanian Strongest Man competition. Mm -hmm. Same time, I competed powerlifting and, and strongman mm -hmm. for, for 10 years. Most <clears throat> summertime is strongman competition, and... Uh, Winter time is more concentrate on powerlifting. This mm -hmm. way was good for me to build uh, strength and uh, also prepare for strongman competition in summertime. And uh, when I won Lithuanian Strongest Man 1998, I got a ticket to the World Strongest Man 1998. Actually, the ticket was given for me one month before competition because oh, the wow. guy because another Lithuanian guy was qualified for for world strongest man earlier and he have this this had this sport but uh he got biceps injury and the strongman federation asked me maybe i want to replace him so i was almost not uh, prepared for first world's longest man i was trained wow. for world junior powerlifting championship and it was, oh. <laughs> and it was for me big decision uh to go and win world junior powerlifting championship or go to world's longest man just to try compete because it was only one month it's no time <laughs> for preparation but i choose that world's strongest man is for me is future, and I want to try this competition. And first event, I, I won. It was a medley, so I was really happy. But second event was Atlas Stones, and I first time saw Stones, <laughs> 1998, <laughs> world's strongest man. Oh, was this the year where it fell on your stomach? Yes, it was my first oh. Oh. first first meet with stones. <laughs> so, so you never you never trained with stones before you went to the competition. Uh, no, we then wow. had this wow. event in Lithuania. Yeah. Wow. I never <laughs> used this event. I never used Taki. So it was everything uh, very new for everything. me. Very <laughs> I, 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 John, can you imagine like you know? going through a competition and never doing it that that sort of stuff before and actually what's going through your mind how would you approach oh, yeah. it how did you approach it <clears throat> i mean it's it's i actually had the same thing happen to me a lot of times it's of course my first time wasn't at world struggles man but a lot of times <laughs> yeah. when you're coming into the sports you there's events you've never touched before and so mm -hmm. you're just you're just literally doing the best you can as to where's a journalist you know one of those stones i think it was like an over 300 pound stone he actually got a little tripped up fell backwards and it landed on his chest which how did that feel by the way Zydrunas? uh it feels not so bad <laughs> <laughs> not so bad uh, yeah, that's good the, the, the view from the side is was Wor worse than uh, <laughs> and, and uh, uh the all uh weight of the stone was mostly on my quad so i oh. not 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 chest not stomach mm -hmm. and uh, also on my hip i was 
half my body was blue one month. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and, and it was it was difficult to walk. Yeah. But next event was uh, Hercules hold, so it was no problem. And the last event was uh, tire flip. Tire flip was my favorite event, but uh, I couldn't finish that because it yeah, was so, be so painful. So that you've only been back about twenty more times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So talk to us about, you had, I believe it was a double knee injury. Was it double patella, was it? You had a double yes. knee injury? Yeah. Talk to us about that, because that's a big injury to come back from. And that was early in your career. I mean, you came back and just ruled the strong male world for a long time after this big injury. So talk to us about that. Yeah. Also, I will talk a little bit uh, previously what was happened before that injury. Uh, yes, please. My first competition 1998 and was longest man was not successful and then i was really trained and preparing for 1999 but nobody invited me for this was strongest man and the next time i got invitation uh, 2000 and mm -hmm. uh, i competed but in my group was phil fister marius Pudzianowski, and myself and I lost competition again in the stones because it was raining. Everybody lifted before me. It was no rain. And I, wow. when I started, it was raining. Oh, wow. I still don't train at stones 2000 years. So, and I lost. But then I uh, prepared for 2001, World's Strongest Man. I got invitation. I was really good shape, and last competition was in uh, Faroe Island, two months before World's Strongest Man, and I was leading in competition against World's Strongest Man Jana Virtanen, mm -hmm. and in one of the last events in uh, Conan Circle, uh, I slipped and I injured both uh, patellas. So it was really bad injury and uh, very bad time. Just two months before World's Strongest Man, where I was ready to win. I was really yeah. strong that time. Mm -hmm. I was leading against Yane Virtanen, so I was really waiting this, this World's Strongest yeah. Man. But I was lying on the floor and thought that it's my career finished. But I got surgery in Faroe Island and I got back after one year in Malaysia, 2002, and I won second place. So it was, <laughs> I lost some some years for this injury, but after that injury, I got uh, same <clears throat> shape like uh, two years later. After two years. So it takes a while to recover from that. It's yeah, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be a yeah. okay. Because JF just blow off, but just injured both of his. So I it's probably know. gonna be a couple of years before we see him. <laughs> uh, first competition for me was nine months after. Mm -hmm. uh, I won Lieutenant Powerlifting Championship, but my okay. tot total was two hundred kilograms less than than I I had my. So. To, to get back fully for me, uh, I say it was three years. Three years. Wow. When I wow. for, forgot everything, and for sure, the, this time is a lot of things to get faster recovery. But mm -hmm. uh, I, when I was running with yoke or farmers, I feel like my knees is not stable. So it was really. I can't uh, compete uh, like uh, hundred percent. So I always was thinking, no injury, no injury. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so let yeah. me get this straight. So you're basically winning almost every strongman event you show up to, but you're thinking that your knees are unstable. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so, so all the years when you completely dominated. You were not a hundred percent. Most people don't know that. I won first Arnold Classic, 
2017 months after injury so it was not really wow really okay wow. How, wow. How, how old were you when you had the injury uh it was 26 years mm. wow okay so so you you actually it so it took a full two full years to get recovered but you were still winning during the recovery period so once you got to 100 percent, that's when you just at that point you're able to compete and not worry about the injury and that's when you really started to get you know i mean you had a period of domination where nobody could touch you 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 were so you're so much better than everybody else did that come once you felt like you were totally healed from your injury yeah i feel totally healed uh, from 2004 <laughs> and 2005 was my one of the best year i won all 17 competition where I competed. So all, all competition. That's crazy. That's, that's insane. That's insane. You know, in, in, including uh, IFTA World Championship, Europe Championship, uh, Arnold Classic, and uh, Super Series, and many, many different competitions. Mm -hmm. I, I'm curious as to. Uh your motivation back then after coming back from the injury what motivated you to like push harder and like try to be the best again because most people get an injury and you know sometimes they give up you know especially if something yeah. like like you know career threatening like that you know uh few days after surgery mm -hmm. uh i i say i lost motivation because yeah. i was not sure that i can get back yeah and only one dream was to just to do strongman and if it will be okay just continue career but uh, i don't have that time goal to be the world's strongest man but yeah. after, in first competition mm -hmm. i won sixth place mm -hmm. and the second i won third place and okay. then i start to believe that yes. i can and win again mm -hmm. so, and yeah. then i get get good motivation to show that i was really strong to win 2001 i was ready to win and i need to back and, and show that i am strong so and when i won first arnold classic mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. every competition after that my goal was first place and i even <laughs> it's small competition or it's world strongest man for me always was very important to win first place I, so you, your goal was just basically winning yes. <laughs> yeah. <So> winning. <laughs> yeah i have a question so like at, at masters this year when you when you won that i was talking to you and you you had got good points in the events leading in and then like second place in the log because dimitar just hit it out of the water you said you had a plan so what was your plan going into that? Because I'm assuming everything you do is set up very regimented and you really plan things out. I don't think people realize just how unbelievably smart you are as well. So what was your thought process and what was the plan going into Masters and some of these other competitions on how you would attack it and find your way to get the maximum amount of points to win? Great question. I, yeah, yeah. I, I always was... Uh, uh, Thinking before competition, uh, in which event I need to win, in which event I need to get in top three, and if I have some bad event for me, uh, what what at least uh, lowest place I I can get mm -hmm. to not lose the points for the for the victory, and sometimes I save a little bit uh, energy for the. Another event. Also, I always look and um, think what my colleagues will will lift, even if I go yeah. first. And I think, okay, this guy can lift uh, eight reps, so I need to lift nine reps, and I will be sure that I I will win. Uh, and mostly, I I was right. So. Uh, maybe oh, yeah, I'd say. One, yeah. One, one, <laughs> one, I lost only one one time 
and fortissimus when derek paulson left fourth stone i was ah. my plan <laughs> was to lift three stones fastest time mm -hmm. and i was sure that derek will not lift uh, three stones <laughs> as fast yeah. as me and he lift uh, that fourth stone he was uh, not so fast in three stones but he lifted this four so it was one one time when i make mistake that's not an ability a lot of guys have that's pretty amazing because yeah you're you're actually probably one of the best at that that's that's it's kind of amazing i just it's, it's neat to see your approach like that he, he, he yeah, he, a, lot, a, a lot of strategy. It was more of a statement than a question. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's exactly. He was a journalist when he was. I mean, he'd been doing. He'd competed so much. He was winning so much. He understood what other people could do, and he just went out there and did one more. It was just a for a simple mm -hmm. formula for a guy that was so dominant. You know, it was. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it was it was crazy because you would. I I mean I remember exactly what he's talking about. Where any overhead event. Everybody else would be on their second, maybe their third attempt, and he'd be coming in with his first, and he would win on his second attempt and not have to waste the energy with the third attempt. You know, it was mm -hmm. just, it was simple math, you know? <laughs> uh, I, I can remember also the Arnold Classic, uh, first Arnold Classic. Uh, mm -hmm. My plan was to win 2003 Arnold Classic, and I look on the results, 2002, and Apollo next uh, result was three reps. <coughs> so I made goal in training to lift four reps, and I and I saw that four reps will be enough to win. And I was right. I won with four reps. And for the next year, I make plan to lift five five reps, and I lifted five reps. And for the next year, I lift six reps, and wow. and for the year later. <laughs> the plan was seven, but I was still really great, and I lived. <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember yeah. you, you were because yeah. you were the only man in history to put that many reps on it, and then you end up, you know, doing one more than the year before plus a bonus rep, and the place just exploded. It was so exciting, you know. You know, you know, it's funny. Was, I, I think I was actually in the audience for that that, that competition. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, if you I if you were it. anywhere in that Arnold Expo, you heard, it sounded like a bomb went off. Everybody just yeah. freaked out, you know. <laughs> it was so exciting. You know, speaking of of the Arnolds, those are always the heaviest competition. <clears throat> which which of the Arnolds was the hardest on you in terms of some of that stuff was so heavy? Which of which events were the were the most brutal on you physically? I think the most brutal event was heavy super yoke because it's yeah it's 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 really heavy when you lift it and start to walk so you feel that you you can go to to the floor <laughs> yeah it, what? It, it's heaviest one for for body and uh, actually i i remember when i first year uh, competed in that event in training I lifted this 700 kilograms and can walk uh, one meter. So next training, one meter, 20 centimeters. And, just, <laughs> and uh, before competition, actually, I know they finished this. I think it was four meters distance. Uh, mm -hmm. I couldn't finish. But in competition, I lift easy and run. And, and yeah. run, I think... In, in, Three or four seconds was really, yeah. really fast. And, and, and other guys were only getting a few steps, and you just picked it up and just ran down the way with it. <clears throat> that was pretty amazing. That was like one of the most amazing feats of strength that, you know, for you to be able to do what you did when other guys could barely pick it up was was pretty uh, pretty amazing, you know. Uh, that yeah, no, that thing was nasty. Strong squat. I yeah. squatted uh, 442 reps in training, no suit, so it was really – Strong wow. that, that that yeah, strong squat. Wow. You said four forty two <laughs> with no suit. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's 
let's let's let's real quick let's let's convert that to pounds for people that what is that in pounds adjournus that's got to be what uh 970 that's uh yeah right up just a shit just a little under a thousand pounds no suit for a double now that's that's pure power right there (laughs) amazing so how many competitions to date have you done how what's the total number of competitions uh i still working on the number (laughs) <laughs> but approximately, <laughs> approximately at this moment is uh, 400 competitions. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> and uh, first places, approximately 300. Wow. Oh, wow. My God. Winning, that's, that's 70, yeah, winning 75% of the time at the highest level. I mean, that, that right there, that is a yeah. perfect little, that displays the dominance that we're talking about, you know? Let me to the another question, level. too. Yeah, go ahead. They, this is awesome. Go ahead, John. So that leads me to another question. Now, you have one guy over here who is only going to train for the biggest shows every year, and then you have you over here who's doing all these competitions during the year. Was that your way of getting training in while competing and still getting that in? What was your philosophy behind that? Because... Some of the guys like only to do the big shows and save it all for those, and you like doing the other ones. So, can you explain the difference in philosophy between those two big trains of thought? Yeah, uh, my strategy, strategy and philosophy was uh, preparing four months for Arnold Classic, mm-hmm. uh, training and not competing. Mm-hmm. It's have a show, and I get good shape and then i continue compete all rest of the year in all competitions which i i decided to compete and before it was like in march it's arnold classic and september was world's longest man so it was perfect time to to training uh, from the you know arnold classic you get raw power and for the, the rest of the competitions you need more speed and event training so the competition was really good training for me <coughs> and uh, mm. i stopped at before world strongest man like six weeks before mm. and i then prepared for uh, that um, events and then i competed in world strongest man but one year i decided that i will compete until the last weekend of the <laughs> before world strongest man <laughs> 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 I, I decided that I'm not so strong at this moment and uh, that very bad events for me in the world's strongest man. It was uh, mm-hmm. uh, 2012. <laughs> and okay. then I won that world's strongest man. <laughs> yeah, because, I, I remember. <laughs> because <laughs> this, I, I, this, this strategy was also good because I had really good stamina. I was uh, very good uh, healthy. My blood pressure was uh, seventy and hundred ten. So it was I was really sick that, that year. Yeah. I, yeah. I think uh, I think uh, hey Big Z. I think uh, when DJ Khaled wrote that song, "All I Do Is Win," we probably was yeah. talking about you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> so, do you yeah. think getting ready for World's Strongest Man that way helps? Because you never know what the events are going to be. So everybody's training a little bit of this and a little bit of this and a little bit of this leading into it. Because sometimes we don't even know what the events are until we get there. Um, so you think that really helped a lot, training that way, getting ready for it? Uh, in that way, when we don't know events, it's it's mm-hmm. helped a lot because you competed, it's experience, uh, your body is ready for competition. So it's good way. But if... If I know events, like I was new events before Arnold Classic, then I concentrate on that four, four, five events, and I working three, four months. It's also good strategy. So it's it's different ways, but it's yeah. both ways works good sometimes. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, Cle- clearly, the results show <laughs> they, they yes. were very good. <laughs> so, no, it's awesome. Awesome stuff. So here's a question, Big Z. So 
Me personally, I consider you the best of all time. No argument. But what I want you to do is, is tell us what you think. Give us the top five strongmen of all time, including yourself. So then there's four. Uh, <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you number one? Uh, it, the, it, I need to say five or by numbers. <laughs> so, so, so top five, but by the number. Okay, I think uh, probably I can be number one. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second place is Brian Shaw. Okay. Yeah. Third place is uh, Haftor Bjornsson. Okay. And uh, fourth place is uh, Eddie Hall. If we look uh, the not competition uh, numbers, which he won, but yeah. about right. French. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And then uh, the fifth uh, is, uh, I think, is it's it's still open sport, but the Martin Litsis is coming to this point. Uh, mm -hmm. And this is yeah. so. So now, so that that's is that what you say of all time, like <clears throat> all years, or is that more current? Uh, it's it's more it's which I competed against. Okay. Okay. No, that's perfect. Okay. I like it. If, wow. If it's I not okay. uh, included Bill Kazmaier and perfect all, all so the now, guys because now let's do all time. So let's go all okay. years. Perfect. I love it. Okay. This is fun stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that was, that was yeah. actually really good. So, okay. yeah, yeah, I agree. Myself, Brian Shaw, uh, Bill Kazmaier, uh, Eddie Hall, and Hafter Bjornsson. Ah, so wow. Kazmaier joins the party. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he okay. was really do dominant all oh, that yeah. uh, that very year. Oh, uh, yeah. like uh, myself also. It was like you know when you compete in in log lift, mm -hmm. and second place lift one hundred seventy kilograms, and I lift two hundred ten. Mm -hmm. So it was like thirty yeah. forty kilograms between first and second oh. place. I was really Hello. I feel really comfortable. I, oh, brother, I remember that. I was. It, I think it was. Uh, it was a. We're in Amsterdam. It was a Grand Prix, and you were there. And the rest of us were joking about who's going to get second place in the log. And I ended up getting second <laughs> place in the log. And you, you, you came, you came in and did your first lift after I was out. So I did my third, got second place. You came in, did your first, which was really warm up. So then you could break a world record again. <laughs> you remember that? It was, uh, God, it was yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It was, was it uh, Holland? It was a Holland? Yeah, it was Holland. And uh, I think uh, I it was very, the uh, first event was like track pool, I think. Yes, and it was, was my, exactly. My, 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 wow. my leg was pumped and was really hard to lift my first attempt, 170. Uh, but later I lifted the world record because yes. after 30 minutes, after uh, track pool, my my legs was recovered <laughs> and I was ready <laughs> for, for record. But first attempt was very very heavy for me. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect example. I mean, everybody else is that when you're at the contest, nobody even thinks about winning. They everybody thinks, oh, who's going to get second or who's going to get third because you were so far ahead of everybody else you know that's it was it was it was crazy it was like a whole different like a whole different competition he was in he was it was like a it was like we were kind of like the you know it's almost like a major league baseball we were all like triple a and he was a big leaguer that got sent down to whip our asses for the day you know <laughs> it, it, it's funny you said that it's kind of like uh back in the days when guys competed with ronnie coleman they would all show up yeah and like, okay who's taking second yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's very true because he had the same type of dominance that Big Z had. Yeah. But that's a good question, Big Z. How many years, what was the span where you were just completely dominant? I know it was close to a decade. Was it a whole decade that you were just so on top? 
a little bit longer. I I say mm -hmm. my first uh, big victory was uh, 2003 Arnold Classic. Yeah, and the the last big victory was 2017. Wow, so uh, it is a world uh, GP final uh, giant slide. So it was last really big show. So it was 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. Holy sh My apologies for not giving you enough credit, brother. I just know you dominated a whole long time, you know. So <clears throat> that's that's really, really amazing. So what advice would you give to a young strong man who wants to follow in your footsteps? What what advice would you give to, uh, uh, you know, someone, say, who's 18 like you were young, what advice would you give to that young man? Uh, always make uh, big goals. Uh, my goal from the first competition was to win mm -hmm. first place. Always big goals. The big goals is uh, help to motivate for every every day hard work. So it's and also very big uh, discipline, good food, good sleep, and also no rush. This sport needs time to get strong. So make a plan for like 10 years, not not one year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. A lot, lot of young guys uh, try to get strong in very uh, fast uh, time and then get injuries, injuries. So it's, uh, don't make that mistake. So train every year get a little bit stronger than previous year and uh, it is will be a solid base to be strong for decades yeah awesome. yeah yeah great advice question what is your philosophy on setting world records because it seemed like for at least five years at least five years straight or or even longer you broke a world record every time you did the log so or pretty much any overhead event for that matter so what's your philosophy of, about breaking records is it just keep breaking the record every time you go or is it i mean so you didn't just put it out there when you clearly had the ability to can you please explain that the funniest and the sad thing that i never prepared for any world record in my life <laughs> <laughs> oh my <God>. You know, <laughs> my, my, my best years, it was no money for records. It was no special uh, events mm -hmm. to make the world records. Yeah. And it was just happened. I just went to competition, competed. I feel great that day. And, just, and I said, oh, I will try today to lift uh, New world record. That was nothing special. <laughs> wow. that's, that's freaking awesome. I <laughs> that's just actually, actually, it just came natural. <laughs> uh, 2015, I got uh, injury in my neck in Arnold Classic. Mm. And mm -hmm. uh, I was decided that after Arnold Classic 2015, I will start preparing for three months for world log lift record and it not happened because i got injured so i have uh, only one time to plan to make really really big big result but it not happened i never tried log lift when i was best shape because best shape i always was at arnold classic yeah yeah cool. Yeah, yeah. So, real quick question: you, one one name that you didn't talk about in the in in your top five was Marius Pujanowski or or uh, Magnus Vermagnuson. Talk to us a little bit about those two. Uh, Magnus Vermagnuson is uh, really strong and is great person, and I competed against him also. I competed uh, a few times. First uh, meet with him was uh, 1996 in Lithuania, GP. Um, he Whoa. got third place, I got uh, fifth place. So it was really <laughs> close. <Whoa. laughs> but uh, 
you know, it's only five spots. So it's for sure uh, Magnus or Magnusson and Marius Kudzianowski can be in the top five also. Yeah, uh, they are great guys, and uh, Magnus or Magnusson was also really smart. He was yeah. planet competition, and he was background from powerlifting, so he's really strong uh, in all events. So he really was the person which one of the person which inspired me also. And yeah. when I competed, uh, when I was uh, 20 years old against him, mm. it was big, big, big uh, time for me. And Marius, he was not so strong, but it was really difficult and hard to compete against him. He was really same uh, like me. He always can lift more if he need to win. So this, um, this is, it's, it's difficult to compete against him. Ma also, Ma Mar Marius was uh, one of the guys that I actually really gravitated towards because to me, being my background being bodybuilding, first time seeing Marius Wojnarowski, I actually thought like he had a similar physique to a bodybuilder. So he was one of the guys that actually like inspired me to try to like do some of the things that I did in my bodybuilding career. Yeah. Also, Derek Poundstone, it can yeah. be open the fire. He, yeah. he was he was really strong in the best years. He was amazing guy. Yeah, yeah. We just actually had him on the show not too long ago. He was he was a lot of fun to have on the show. He was one of the he was one of the <clears throat> when you won the Arnold Classic eight times. That one of those years. I believe, for, forgive me if I'm wrong, Derek actually won the show when you were there, which is a rare occurrence. Is that correct? Uh, yes. I, I, I have eight first places, uh, two second place, and two third places. Uh, All-time all podium at Arnold. And I think uh, Derek won against me. Brian won against me. Probably just this, this, these two guys one against me. Yeah, and mm -hmm. uh, it you know uh, I I won six years in the row, and mm -hmm. then I decided to rest a little bit, and after <laughs> that I I came back, and I got injured in the first competition, so I got second place, uh. but I was injured, um, and uh, you know when you lost this first place uh, route so it's 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 harder to, to get back so it was it's cost me a few 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 years to win but mostly i get some some bigger or smaller injury before or in in, in, in that competition but for sure that year derek was was really strong he was amazing yeah <clears throat> yeah and and <clears throat> I mean, obviously, extremely strong, but not a huge guy in stature. What I think he weighed what at his biggest about three thirty or something like that. Is that about right? Yeah, now? That's about right now. yeah, three thirty. I think his yeah. biggest was three thirty, three thirty-five. Yeah. yeah. What was your biggest, Big Z? <clears throat> How much? What uh, was the biggest? The most you ever weighed? Uh, at the Arnold Classic, I always competed four hundred pounds, but the biggest wow. weight was, uh, I think, twenty thirteen. Uh, in Holland uh, Champion League stage, I weighted 420 pounds. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was really big. I, I won that competition against Rafter. And mm. I think week later was uh, 2013 uh, Europe's strongest man. And that before mm. I lost 20 kilograms, 20 pounds mm -hmm. to get a little bit faster because it was some events for speed, uh, farmers walk, uh, 80 meters, uh, this went 25 kilograms. And I lost this 20 pounds. Uh, and I think it was my best shape for strongman sport ever mm -hmm. is 2013 oh. Europe's Strongest Man. I made, uh, I think, three world records and a very different events mm -hmm. like uh, log lift max, uh, keg, eight kegs for, for, for speed. And mm -hmm. uh, I lift really good uh, deadlift. 
have it early, yep. and I, I and I won farmers farmers you know, with the eighty meters running. So it was, I think my best shape ever that competition. That's big and fast. That's big, I should say big, strong, and fast. That's yeah. A, yeah. a tough combination to be right there. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Well, I know we only have you for about ten more minutes because you're a busy guy. Um, so I do have a couple more questions that I want to ask you, brother. So if you were able to, to go back in time, you today, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself and give yourself a piece of advice, uh, where will, you know, what part of your life, how old would you be? What would you, and what advice would you give yourself to the young you? Uh, almost to, to do very similar what what I done now, but just train more hard and more concentrate on on records because I had uh, phenomenal power which I never try you know max deadlift my best years mm -hmm. uh, and max log lift so this is was what I I think. Uh, only one thing what I want to change in, in my career. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Never, I mean, you, you had, you know, <clears throat> I, I you said, had enough okay. power that you could have yeah. sent, you could have broken tons of records. You just was never your focus. That's, I bet you, I know I didn't know that. I bet tons of people don't know that you weren't actually trying to break records. That's the amazing part about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. I interrupted you. What were you saying, Big I, Forgive me. Uh, I for, forgot. <laughs> I, 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 I was I, I was actually I was actually waiting for you to say that you would actually uh, went back in time and your first world strongest man you would uh, try to figure out a way to learn the stone lift before you. Uh, get into <laughs> yeah, yeah, the problem the problem was uh, not uh, I I can't train that stone. Because was in Lithuania was no yeah. existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no stones. <laughs> there, was no, there was no stones at all in Lithuania. No stones at all oh, that time. Oh, the, oh, wow. the, the first stones, two stones, mm. I bought from Marius Pudzanowski father. Wow. And and I put the stones to my car after competition in Poland <laughs> and I started training stones. And next year, I won all the stones, and stones became one of my best events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's, awesome. that's a great story. That's a great yeah. story. So, what did you just put these in, like the trunk of your car? Or what did you have a truck? What what was the? Yeah, just just uh, in the uh, in the uh, back seats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> poor suspension of that car. <laughs> well, but no, what I'm thinking is these are these stones are hard to pick up. How do you pick it up and put it in that little in door? Yeah. yeah, how do you get it inside the uh, door? Uh, the Marius Pudzianowski lifted up and put the stones. So <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Smart. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. It says, you think, it says, if I'm going to pay for them, you got to put them in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, that's <laughs> great, brother. That's great. So, as I said before, I, my opinion is you are the best strongman that's ever walked the planet. You're a legend. You're a living legend, and you're still going, which is amazing. At some point, obviously, you, as the physical sense of you, will pass on. What is it that you want to leave behind? What is the legacy of Zadrunas Sivikas? Uh, thank you for uh, saying that I'm the strongest. Uh, it's very difficult to, to say. Uh, I think uh, the main thing what I did that I won the most competitions ever in strongman sport and it's difficult to repeat because yeah. the the level of the athletes it's it's going uh, more close 
and uh, it's very difficult to dominate now because everybody is strong now. Yeah. And uh, you make small mistake and you not 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 win the competition. Yeah. Uh, at my time, I was ready to win with injuries. I won some competitions with injuries. First two Arnold Classics, I won with with injuries. One is a calf uh, muscle injury, and mm -hmm. uh, one with uh, uh, feet ligament injuries. So it was easy to win, even I walk with one foot. But uh, <laughs> but uh, so this this I think uh, to win three hundred competition, this is biggest thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, brother, I got to tell you, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, I've always been a huge fan. I've always admired you. Mm -hmm. um, I always was very happy when I got to compete in the same competition with you. And I think everybody in the sport looks at you as, as one of those people who has really helped the sport be what it is today. So uh, I personally thank you for that. And I'm sure I know the sport in general does too. You're, you're a, a class act of a person and, the best strong men that ever lived. What else can you say? <laughs> so thank you. you know, thank you. Yeah. That being said, I know we, you're a busy guy. We gotta, we gotta let you go here pretty quick, but uh, Nick, Ock, do you have anything else for big Z before we wrap it up? No, nah, man, it's been a pleasure. And uh, I, I was really, really uh, happy to hear that story about the stones. I, I think that, that a lot of people <laughs> take away from that. <laughs> I, I, I just think you're not only are you probably, you're unquestionably the best strongman to step on the stage ever. You're also a really good person and you're yes. fun to talk to. And it, it's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. People don't understand, like I said, how smart you are. You're in politics yes. in Lithuania and the things that you've done with that. And it's just amazing. And it's kind of neat that, you know, I, I, not only do I get to know you and compete with you and against you, that you're trying to leave a good impression on the planet as well. Yeah. So just wanted to say thank you for that. It's always an honor and a pleasure to meet and hang out and <clears throat> train and, and compete against you. So, and, and to watch the fire and desire. I remember back in 2007 in Korea and Derek's not really, Derek's talking about how he's going to win the medley. And I'm like, dude, you're competing against Z. And he's right behind you. And I remember you turned around. You hit him. Said, he was, oh, I'm just going to run right through this medley. And you just, the look you had on your face that day, <laughs> when you looked at him, and you picked up and you absolutely killed him on that medley. And I mean, it was a medley. That, that sack was, it was like a, a massive, like sack full of ginseng that was like 250 pounds. That was awkward. The farmer's implements were unreal and a shield carry all all in the same that it's a shield carry all at the same time and you won that medley and it was just that desire that oh yeah watch this <laughs> yeah the things that i've seen you do are simply amazing and i'm just going to leave it at that and it's always a pleasure and thank you <clears throat> i'm going to show absolutely well I've, <clears throat> on that level one 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 of the topics we didn't talk about on purpose was your involvement in the politics because we got to have you back on the show, Big Z. It's, we can't just have you once. We got to have you twice. So I left some questions out of this show, so we have some fun stuff to talk about next time. So I hope you, I hope you uh, take us up on our invitation to come back down the road. Okay, thank you. It was a pleasure to talk with you and uh, people who want to read more my stories. It's uh, my biography on Amazon, and you can read a lot of things uh, which we not talk today. Yes, <laughs> yes. And if there's any, tell everybody where they can find you, what are you doing right now, so we can get, because obviously you are, you're amazing, and we want people to be able to come and check you out. Yeah, my Facebook uh, and Instagram, Savitska's uh, Big Z, you can find these, and I say if you're interested, uh, to know about my background, about my childhood, the through my story, born strong at Amazon. I love it. I love right it. On. 
Well, there you have it, everyone. There is another edition of Legends of Iron. We had an amazing guest. If this episode doesn't inspire you to be the best version of yourself, I don't know what will. We thank you for listening and watching, everyone. We will see you next time. Bye. Legends of Iron is brought to you by MuscleMeds. MuscleMeds is the creator of Carnivore. Beef built muscle and Carnivore is the world's number one selling beef protein.